0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of the His and Her Life Hacks podcast. I'm Larry.
1: And I'm Dawn.
0: As you can tell, this is Casual Friday. I don't know, remember back in the day when I used to wear suits all the time, and then Friday they'd let you uh, come in and be casual? casual Absolutely.
1: Dress? Now every day is Casual Friday, pretty much.
0: Exactly. So, But it's fitting because today we're going to talk about the topic uh, of navigating your career uh, without a college degree uh, and how that's changing, right? So. We're going to start by just kind of digging in and talking a little bit about our careers um and how they evolved i think you know mine was more of a traditional one i went to college i had no idea which i think is pretty common today Mm -hmm. um of what i wanted to do so i went in and i was going to be a business business major and then you know a year into it i'm like this isn't really very satisfying for what i wanted to do and so eventually i switched into engineering um and then as I was studying and, and doing internships I decided you know I don't really want to go to the same place every day so I started exploring more commercial opportunities for engineers and companies like GE and IBM and Corning you know those type of companies I was interviewing with for more sales oriented technical sales oriented and eventually I landed uh, with GE and and ended up you know going through a key career in sales and marketing and eventually into management but there was definitely a requirement. Like you had to not only have a degree, but you had to have a technical degree. And you know, it made sense in some ways. I never used or applied my industrial engineering, but the thought process around being an engineer and how you're approaching your customers and trying to solve problems with the technology you're bringing, you know, it definitely helped. Um, So that was my experience. And I think that was pretty traditional back then, but I know yours was different, right? So let's talk- Once again, we are polar
1: opposites in some (laughs) things. Um, Yeah, so I know if you've listened to our uh, previous videos, um, you may have heard that I did not go to college for certain reasons, and so I didn't have the college degree. So um, I started basically my career uh, working in the restaurant industry, managing Um, and then owning a restaurant, and then um, went into the medical world. Um, So then I was working as an MA in the hospital, um, in cardiology, so I love that world. And so I stayed in that kind of realm for about seven years, and I I really didn't need a college degree to get in there. Um, They actually cross-trained me, which was awesome, because I started, Mm -hmm. you know, as, I wouldn't say entry-level, but I started doing one job, more of the administrative, and then they were like, hey, let me cross-train you. So I really got a little certification uh, through my work, which was great, and then I propelled into wanting to be on the outside, so more on the physician relations side. Um, And I found an opportunity that, again, they weren't really holding me to the college degree, thank goodness, so then I got my feet wet there. And then as I continued to navigate my career and climb the ladder and get with companies that were much larger, They did have that requirement that I had to have a college degree. So I had to work extra hard to convince whoever I was interviewing with that I would be just as good of a candidate without this college degree, that I actually had the experience. I had the, you know, boots on the ground experience, like how to handle rejection and like all of those things that you need, you really need for these jobs. Um, that I was applying for. Um, now, did
0: did you ever get stopped from having a job? Yeah. Like, did they ever say, "Sorry, you just you don't have a degree, and so therefore we can't move forward"?
1: Yeah, I mean that happened later in my career, where um, I wanted to be a pharmaceutical rep. So much of what I did was a physician relations. Which, if you literally looked at me or compared what I was doing versus what they were doing, it was identical but there are certain standards within a pharmaceutical company that they were not willing to budge on and i have a great friend who was like "Dawn, you could literally do this job and run circles around some of the other reps that we hire because of your experience your knowledge your wisdom and your ability to pivot when things get tough but i can't get you to the interview because you don't have that college degree And so that was really irritating to me. I'm very competitive. I'm very, you know, driven and hardworking. And I knew that I could do the job. I just needed the opportunity. So instead of it deflating me, I, it motivated me to be better and prove myself even more. But that's hard. Like having to always, you know, I was up against when I was interviewing, I was up against people that had master's degrees. And here I am like interviewing neck to neck with somebody. And I would, by the way, I went through like six interviews, seven interviews with the same company. And then it was down to the wire and I've had some great friends. I'm gonna call you out. Brenda Comia, um, you were my person when I was going through this one job and you were the recruiter representing the position and the company, but you were my person. and. You know, it was me neck to neck with a, a guy who had a master's and all this these accolades, and I had the experience. And so, thankfully, I, I received the position, and I was grateful, and it was such a great part of my career. But
0: anyway. Yeah. So how, so how did that, you said that just made you more determined. Did you think, like, what characteristics, what qualities do you think it then instilled in you and inspired in you to then go help you be successful? Like how did you use that as the fuel to to go and then accelerate and achieve in in your career?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like, so the one thing that I am big on is EQ versus IQ, because some of the skill sets that you have to have is the ability to communicate, listen, um, empathize, understand people and so I was really good at that naturally I didn't have to study for that I didn't have to learn that that is something that's innate and some people can't learn it Um, and then you know as far as my ability to pivot like what made me work harder it was just like I was motivated to prove myself that I could do anything so then of course, I held myself accountable and I was trying to not just meet goals, but exceed these goals so that I could say, see, you don't need the college degree, you know, to get right. there. So, right. yeah.
0: But So then, I, so I remember in the GE world, it was very specific. Like when I wanted to go higher, I had to make sure they had a college degree and that was really a criteria and it, it would get eliminated if they did not. So I wouldn't even necessarily even see the candidates, but that started to shift. And I think... You know, people started to understand, just like you're talking about, like people are coming in and I would go argue, like they have a ton of experience, right? And just because they don't have the degree, right, what they're bringing to the table can save us in time to get them ramped up right because they already had lived it they had the street smarts they had the experience to the know-how to make it work and I think
1: and they won't quit on you like that's one thing I was so loyal and driven in the sense that like I was going to be your best hire Right. and if you didn't hire me then that was going to be your loss because you might hire somebody who has the accolades and everything but they're not as loyal they're like whatever I can go find another job whereas me I would stay 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 forever so
0: um yeah and and i remember the the couple of hires we were able to make they were excellent excellent employees right and and came in jumped in and just started to perform and it was they were great hires so so i would i bought into that you know kind of later as as g evolved and things evolved but then you were active in the market like through the covid world right and i think it things started to kind of change The whole idea of is the college degree an absolute necessity or requirement and the dynamics that were changing in the marketplace and, and, you know, from an HR perspective versus an applicant perspective. So, you know, what was that kind of transition like as you were kind of living through all that?
1: Yeah, that was tough. I mean, so I've always been in sales or business development. So you would think that a company would never let us go because we are building your company. We are bringing business to you but um we're paid well so we're one of the top tiers so it makes sense financially okay who can we cut um but yeah so during covid i mean i had a couple layoffs and handling layoffs like the first time I got laid off I was devastated I th- I remember calling my girlfriend and all I did was cry and drink wine all night I was so <laughs> devastated I felt so ultimately rejected yeah. and it hurt like I identified myself with my career I didn't know who I was when when I didn't have this job and that's a bad thing by the way I had to go to therapy for that <laughs> one so you should never ever do that but um You know, then the next couple of layoffs hit and I was like, okay, done this before. I can recover. So maybe I only had a couple drinks of wine that (laughs) night. But it got better. But the one thing in sales, but with any career, is rejection and how to let it build you and and grow from that. And so speaking of COVID, you know, you think, okay, everyone was getting laid off. Everybody was just devastated. And we're talking top executives you know which we all got paid a lot of money so then here we are applying for jobs and by the way we're collecting unemployment which is literally like breadcrumbs compared to what our salary is so don't even get me started on the unemployment because there's just it doesn't make any sense but um so then we're applying for jobs and we're all desperate and we're all trying not to act like we're scared but we are And the world's not looking good right now. So we're applying, 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 and interviewing and doing everything we can. And by the way, it used to be in person and now it's all of a sudden digital. And so we're competing against a lot of people. And we, the applicants, were feeling it. And we were having, we were being put through interviews like, crazy amounts of interviews and then waiting periods. And then what would happen is you would interview, let's just say you did your fifth, sixth, seventh interview and you felt like, and you were being told like, okay, like you're the top candidate or the top person. And you're like, okay, I'm feeling really good about this. And your emotions are like a roller coaster. You're literally high and low, high and low all day, every day and hopeful. And And then all of a sudden you hear nothing, you're ghosted. And so ghosting was a huge thing during COVID for the applicants because HR, now I get it. I have a lot of friends who are in HR and I've been on the HR side as far as working with them. And I understand. The influx of applications was causing overwhelm for HR. So the why behind it makes sense today. But in the moment, applicants were just as desperate and crazy, too, and overwhelmed. And so when we got ghosted, it was the worst because you're like, I am just I just need an answer. Is it yes or is it no? Because I need to move on. And almost, you know, I was hopeful, but I almost need to, like, tell myself, okay, it's a no. Um, So then, you know, we did that thing and then all of a sudden the industry flipped and then HR all of a sudden was getting ghosted because now all of a sudden the applicants were really like, you know what, I kind of lived through you ghosting me and now they had an attitude and now the applicants were like, I'll just go find work somewhere else. So I don't know what happened, but the economy flipped. And then HR was now looking desperately for work for people that would be a good applicant. And then they were saying, like, oh, there's no quality people out there that have strong work ethic. But I just think that the people got mad. Right. And then it's now everything's digital. Like, everything is about work from home, which I love. And then also, how do we create our own company? Which, by the way, we used to be in corporate America. We used to do the whole corporate thing, and now here we are starting our own business yeah. for the last year. So, yeah, and I,
0: I think there. Yeah, there's been some definite changes, and I can even see it in uh, you know my kids and and my nieces and nephews and so forth. There's there's just a, and I know you've seen it in, in your families. There's just, there's more options now, right? And I think. I think people are really looking at a college degree and while there is definitely still value i mean if you know what you want to go do you go study that um you know you get you get some really good obviously education and training in in college and then come out and and kind of can start your career in that but i think we're also looking at it as from a financial perspective like it's a lot of money to go to college today and if you're not a hundred percent sure what you want to do it's okay to take a year a gap year to kind of figure it out and What I'm hearing and seeing is that even if they are going to get the college degree just to kind of have it, they're also rethinking and be like, you know what? I'm going to go work with my hands. Like the trades, so Mm -hmm. electrician, plumbing, HVAC, and so forth. There's a lot of very noble careers out there that you're working with your hands. It's it's a good career. It can pay well. Um, You're not traveling all over the place, right? So I think some of some people are opting for that, which I think is good. I think um, it's
1: great. I mean, my daughter's uh, fiance is a perfect example of that. He, not everybody is a student and not everybody is meant to go to college and not everybody has that, this left brain, right brain, career minded. Some people are naturally gifted with their hands good. and the visualization and the creative mind and that's where the traits come in and we need more of those people. Um, And if a child came to me today and said, you know, what should I do? Should I go to college or not? You know, my immediate thought is my childhood. I'm like, okay, I didn't go to college. I had to kill myself and fight for every job I had. So I'd be like, just go get it, get your degree. Just have that under your belt because you won't be rejected or denied because you have the degree. The flip side to me says no. Like, you don't have to do that. Why? Because you're going to come out of college. You'll have this degree. You don't necessarily have your passion. You don't have the experience. And the world is shifting where you don't need it. But then the kids are getting out of college today and they're waitering or waitressing because they can't find a job because the market's so different today than it used to be. Yeah. So well, I and,
0: I, and I think those options that you just talked about and, you know, the whole creator economy, I think, really started to take off during COVID because people were sitting, you know, in their homes and had their laptops. And, you know, if you have a skill, right, you have some experience in something and you have a passion, you can literally start and build your business from your laptop sitting in your house. And I think that's what's kind of emerged. And um, it is definitely given not only kids coming out of high school and college, but ourselves, right? The ability to launch a business. And, you know, in the past, if you wanted to reach a market, if you wanted to reach Europe and so forth, like you had to pay for ads for people to even know who you were, but. You know, now we do a post on LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's people commenting from Asia, from, from Europe and so forth, different parts of North America that would have taken us, we would have never seen them, right? Yeah. We couldn't, like, we wouldn't have access to them. So I think the ability to now go and leverage your passion, your knowledge, your experience, your skills, and create something, right, that you can launch. And again, do it from your laptop. Um, do it from your home is now a very viable option and I think kids are coming looking at that saying you know what that might might, that might be the right thing now it's not for everybody right and I still think you have to evaluate does it make sense to go to college to get that degree but as we just talked about there are definitely other options and I think you have to look at it from not only what you want to do in your career and the training that you're going to need but you have to look at it from a financial perspective you don't want to come out a hundred thousand dollars in debt that is a big hole to climb out of to to begin with. So I think it's great how the world has evolved. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the options that they have are much more broad now. And I think, you know, when you started and I have to go work, but I, you know, I don't have this degree, so it's holding me back. I mean, I think that's changed, right? And so even
1: the dress code has changed. Like we started this video, but um, no, I remember having every day it was a suit. Mm -hmm. Every day. I mean, especially interviews. Now, I think you see everybody in jeans. Like this. This outfit. This is, you know, what we are now showing up. But I am old school. I definitely believe that if you're going for an interview or somewhere in front of the customer, you should be dressed up. And I do think that we could help educate these children today on that. But
0: Yeah. Well, no, I I love Casual Friday. I think we're going to make it every day. So (laughs) expect to show us a little, you know, show up not necessarily in all the button-down shirts. Right. right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so that's what we wanted to talk about. You know, we wanted to highlight the challenge, right? Dawn had of kind of navigating early in her career without that college degree, but also how it it built her up, it strengthened her, it made her more determined, right? And that's certainly some really great things that you've now carried into your later adult years but also how the workplace is shifting. And I think for our kids and even for ourselves, right. And, and others who are in that midlife and deciding, you know, what do I want to go do now? Like, do I want to continue in that career Mm -hmm. or do I maybe want to do something now to pursue a passion I've always had? Those options to do that now are, are vast. And I think it just, you have to kind of think it through, you have to reflect on it. You have to ultimately follow what is in your heart and what's your passion. And And if you make a plan and have the desire, you can go execute and kind of do what you wanted to do. So, and live the life. And
1: I think, you know, we always talk about our purpose and um, we are all born with a gift. We just don't know what that gift is until we mature and then we dive into what makes my heart flutter? What makes me excited? What makes me passionate and want to get up every day? And some people they're born, like my youngest daughter, she knew exactly, she wanted to be a teacher. Her whole life, she literally, since she was three, and then uh, my other daughter was thinking fashion and merchandising and stuff. So she's in finance, but so it kind of connected, but she wasn't as clear. I had no idea. I just wanted to be a mom. That was all I ever wanted to be. So, But when you start living your purpose and you use platforms, like you were saying, LinkedIn, social media platforms, you see on LinkedIn nowadays where they talk about, like, is this is this college degree necessary because you can actually create your own pathway based on your passion and everything that you love to do. So, yeah,
0: yeah. So we would just encourage you right to, you know, there are options for sure. And I think, you know, wherever, whatever stage you are in your life and in your career, you know, make sure you're not just miserable, right? Don't show up every day wake up every day, miserable in what you're doing. There are clearly options. Um, that are out there for you and and pursue what you think is going to provide for your family, but also, you know, fulfill you and what you're going to do every day. So yeah. Thanks for joining in and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Sounds good. Thank you for listening in to this episode of the His and Her Life Hacks podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to having you join us on future episodes. If there's a topic that you would like Dawn and I to discuss, please feel free to contact us at dawn.jacoby at grit2grace.com or Ambrose at grit2grace.com. See you on the next one.